Welcome to Leaving the Classroom. This is a podcast for teachers who are ready to transition out of the classroom and into a new career. Each week, I'll share stories about what I've learned moving from education to the corporate world. I'll answer the most common questions and share my best tips to help you get started. If you are considering leaving the classroom, this show is for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Leaving the Classroom. I'm Christy Oliva. I'm so glad you're here. Today's topic is a day in the life of a corporate ID, and I have a special guest here to talk about it. Today, I have with me Margie Bowling, member of Idaho Coaches Academy and a corporate instructional designer. Welcome, Margie. Hello. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming. And so let's just start off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey and joining Idol and what you did before you became an instructional designer? I was a middle school teacher. I taught science. And, and then I also taught as a science paraprofessional in the elementary school when my kids were little. And then I also was a business analyst for a short period of time where I wrote user manuals. And that's where I really loved and I came to really come to grips with instructional design when I was writing user manuals. I took a period of time off to raise my kids. And around 2013, 14, I found instructional design online. I'm like, oh, this is what I want to do. But I didn't know how to do it. How do I get there? And years go by, of course. And I, you know, I contact a bunch of people, career counselor and everything. And I finally found Idle Courses Academy in like 2000, 2020. Yeah, 2020. And I joined in May. I guess that was the fourth cohort. So what was that? That was, yeah, 2020. So I was right after you. And then in January of 2021, I landed my first corporate role as an instructional designer. And I work now for a life sciences company. And all we do is provide learning solutions for the life sciences community. Awesome. So your current title is instructional designer at that position? Yes. yes. Okay. And so did you find it difficult to transition from, I mean, you were working as a middle school teacher. You also took some time off. What? How, how difficult was that for you to make that transition? It was very challenging. And I have to say that I'm not unique in the fact that that transition from being a mom and back into the world of the corporate life, or even back into education, it was very, very challenging. Uh, depression, yes, anxiety. It was, it was very hard. And, and of course, you want to provide for your family. And I didn't, I didn't know how to do it. I jumped back. You know, you fall back into what you know. I fell back into teaching, and I was there. So I, I certainly commiserate with all those teachers out there for three months. I was in a job for three months in 2017. I had a principal who was a bully and I had to get out. Uh, I was losing hair. I lost a lot of weight and it it just wasn't healthy. I was afraid during the, the school day. I was afraid of my principal. I didn't know what he was going to do. So bullying happens everywhere, not just in education or in corporate, but also in education. You don't hear about it very often. So I got out and 
took time off to regroup and found a part-time job in between there just to make ends meet. But Idol really was a lifesaver to me. So I just did everything that Robin laid out as best as I could in making that portfolio, which I still need to update, by the way. So <laughs> it, it needs to be updated again. That's why I'm back here, because I still want to improve. I still want to grow. But yes, yeah, so it was a very challenging transition. Well, I'm glad that you were able to make that. I know that a lot of us, we get scared of of that challenge and we get scared of what does that look like. So good for you. So I know that there is no typical day as an ID, but it's one of the biggest questions we get is like, well, what do you do each day? What does that look like? So can you walk us through maybe just some of the things you do day to day or what a typical day does look like for you if you would call it typical? Okay. Some days I have Zoom meetings. I, fortunately, I am blessed uh, that I do not have a lot of them. Um, I can work and I work out of my home, which is wonderful. My typical day, I do mostly storyboarding. In my company, we call it scripting, but it, it's the same thing. I take content and I script it, I storyboard it, and I put it in e-learning or e-books for right now. So I'm taking content that is very complicated so far, I have worked with like good good practices, all different kinds of good practices, from good clinical practices, laboratory practices, manufacturing practices, and taking that compliance information, trying to make some assemblance of user understanding of it from the novice point of view and make sense of it and order it and structure it. So that's a lot of what I do now. And I've mostly worked in Word for my scripting. I just started a whole new project. Now I'm working in PowerPoint for my scripting, which is a different concept. A little harder to track your changes, but it still works pretty well. I have not done a lot with Storyline, but this project I'm currently working on is going to be programmed in Storyline. We have our own proprietary authoring tool here at the company that I work at. So I don't do a lot of the authoring or the, the developing side. I just do mostly the scripting and I work with artists. I work with medical writers. I work with subject matter experts and in the programmers come back and forth. I work with editors as well. So all of us work together as a team. And from that teamwork we create these e-learnings and ebooks so right now my content is is more like on demand or off the shelf but my company also does other other kinds of things we work in all different avenues and departments you know with from animation and and video to workshops so i may have someday working on workshops for sales reps and things like that so there's lots of different opportunities out there but that's currently what i do and I'm, I'm excited about it because I get exposed to a variety of different ways that I can incorporate my skills as a teacher and as an educator and instructional designer to make sense of content for people, sounds, all different backgrounds. Sounds super interesting. And I, I like that you are, seems like you're getting to use a lot of your science background in your current job too. Yes. Over. Yes. So how did yeah, you that's find what I this thought. job? Like if somebody wanted to find a job similar to this and similar to yours, how did you go about your job search? 
I went through a career counselor first, and I do recommend that. They're the ones that know what what is out there. But LinkedIn was huge. He gave me advice on, on what I needed to do. So in LinkedIn, you need to find people that work in industry that you want to go into. So you need to establish connections with those people. Look at what they what their organizations are. What 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 are their interests? And join those organizations. And there's there's algorithms. You can join so many, and then you have to wait a couple of days, and you join some more, and you wait a couple more days. And um, join as many as you can. Read as much as you can. Research as much as you can. That's another thing I do a lot of in my in my work is I do a lot of research. So LinkedIn was pretty much the big catalyst for me. And and then I found emails and I started from their LinkedIn accounts. I just reached out to those people and just, you know, said, hey, you know, this is Margie Bowling. This is what I'm interested in. And this is my portfolio. This is my resume. And come connect with me. But I also need encouragement. I mean, I reached out to other Idol Course Academy members and got their advice, their encouragement, because it's very challenging. You can get so discouraged when you want to move forward and you feel so stuck. So you do need support. You need support from others, family members and friends to get where you want to go. But don't give up hope. It's just roadblocks. You know, the roadblocks you can move. Yeah. And I love that Idol, we have that community aspect. It's not just like, you know, taking, it's not like a typical online course where you feel really siloed, like it really is a true community. So what would you say would be the top three skills that you brought with you as a teacher that serve you the best as an instructional designer now? Well, as a teacher, you you plan curriculum. That to me, that's the big one for me for what I do is in writing. I do a ton of writing and research. So you plan curriculum. You find out all the different modalities of of how you want to present the information to your students. So you gather all that. You gather all that information. You gather the different types of media that you want to use. And then you chunk that information into different organizational components. So you break it down. I feel that as a writer, you have to know how to break your content down into smaller chunks that make sense, that are structured, that are organized, that flow well. And then you take that information and, and you apply it. So that's the biggest one. You're you're planning your curriculum. So you're writing it. And that's what I do. It just seems intuitive to me. And also I do a lot of you know self-checks, writing of learning objectives, all that you did as a teacher. And that just comes more naturally to you. And it's interesting to me that so many still don't get the concept of how to write a learning objective. <laughs> you know, they they write, oh, you will learn or you will understand. And like, oh my goodness, no. How do you demonstrate how you understand? How do you do something? How How can you demonstrate this? What are you going to be able to do at the end? Not, I'm going to learn. Yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves too. And I think we bring that over as teachers that we know it's got to be specific and has to be measurable. We know we have to be able to measure, did they accomplish that or not? So that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, thank you so much for being on here. What's the best way to get in touch with you if somebody wants to contact you and ask you some specific questions about what you do? Probably my LinkedIn account. That's probably the best way. You, just, you can just do a Google search, probably just Margie Bowling. I'm, I'm out there. Just connect with me by, by LinkedIn. And I believe my email is in my LinkedIn account. And you can email me as well. So either those are fine. 
Awesome. Well, thank you, Margie, for joining us. I really appreciate your insight. It's always so fun to learn about different instructional design roles. So thank you for sharing your experience with us. Oh, again, thank you for inviting me. And I wish all those Idle Course Academy people out there great success. Awesome. Thank you. Do you want to leave the classroom and become an instructional designer like Margie? At Idle Courses Academy, we help you build your professional portfolio, revise your resume, prepare for interviews, and give you valuable feedback on what you design. Sign up for Idle Courses Academy using my code CLASSROOM100 and get $100 off enrollment. It's time to take control and make the career change that will change your life. It changed mine. See ya. That's all for this episode, but you can find more at idlecourses.com or subscribe to the podcast. And if you are ready to leave the classroom, use my code CLASSROOM100 and get $100 off enrollment to Idle Courses Academy. 